If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 144 for July 24th, 2017. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Boop Show 144. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway. Hello. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Scott, because you know why? why? I didn't go camping and I didn't go to San Diego Comic-Con, so I just stayed at home and played some games. Oh, I went, I took a, so I had my phone, my iPad, and a, uh, a Nintendo Switch with me. A Nintendo? And I didn't open any of them except the phone the entire time because there was never a time where it like made sense. It was either too hot in a tent or I didn't want to have the thing out in front of a bunch of kids. So they were all like, can I play it? Can I touch it? Can I goop it up with my own boogers? Right? I didn't want to do any of that. Right. So that sucked. Uh, but I got over it and I came home and I played. In fact, I'm going to tell you what I played. I got, uh, excuse me, I got Splatoon 2. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> Why? Because it's written in the notes, and that's why it makes sense for you? Or no, because you were uh, belchy, oh. and then you, I got Splatoon. Yeah, one of us might be drinking a Pepsi Cherry Vanilla, and probably shouldn't oh, be. What? I came so close. To, I got had a, actually have a Diet Cherry Pepsi, and I can't find it. Oh, well, it's around. It'll find you no. if you don't find it. Anyway, Splatoon 2 uh, for the Nintendo Switch console handheld slash TV unit. Uh, that's a good game. I didn't play the Wii U game, so I, I had no prior reference other than I always thought it looked kind of cool, but, uh, by, by the time that game came out and the Wii U was at a place where I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm good. I'm good until <laughs> Nintendo does something again. And here they are pretty quickly with another Splatoon game. And, uh, some people have said, oh, it's a lot like Splatoon 1. Well, okay. If this is what Splatoon 1 was, I'm stoked because it's, it's. Why this Pac-Man 2 is kind of like Pac-Man 1. (laughs) What with the dots and the yellow man. Yeah. And the pellets. And the, and the ghost. And the ghosts. Right. Exactly. Blinky, Clyde, Monkey, and Turd. What are their names? (laughs) Inky, Blinky, uh, Slinky, and Slide. There's no no Slinky and Slide. It's (laughs) Inky, Blinky, Pinky. Pinky, Pinky, yeah, and Clyde. Uh, and Clyde. Clyde, Clyde, yeah, that's right. Clyde's the dumb I knew one. It was, I had, we had the, we had the cadence. We just didn't have the names. No, and the Clyde's the dumb one. He's the one that would like get, he, he would, he'd be right on you, and then turn for no reason. He'd go somewhere. Right, else. right. Anyway, uh, so I'm gonna say this. This is the weirdest thing about this experience for uh, Splatoon. When I first saw all the marketing material and screenshots and video of Splatoon One, my right, feeling. Wait a minute. Can I? Oh yeah, go ahead. Can I ask, can I ask one question for you? To that? Yeah. Is it Splatoon or? Splatoon. Splatoon, like Splat-toon. Okay, 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 okay. Right, so it's like Platoon, but with Splat. And the reason that is because you're a bunch of, you're a bunch of uh, characters called Inklings, but you're basically ah. like squids. You're like squids. It's kind of gross, actually, if you think about it. But they're squids, and you're squirting ink everywhere, uh, brightly colored ink. 
And they're, they're, my first impression was, oh, we're trying to be all edgy, are we, Nintendo? We got a little, uh, you know, 90s ass looking thing here. Okay, whatever. This isn't very Nintendo, but okay. Because it was the first, like, original Nintendo thing in a long time. Right. And I got excited just because I like Nintendo games. Well, my impression, my first impression was wrong. It's actually very Nintendo. It feels, yeah, they're kind of, I mean, my worry was they were going to try to do kind of Sonic the Hedgehog for Nintendo. And it's not that at all, like not even close. Um, it's got a ton of personality. It's colorful as hell. Squirting ink on everything is a blast. It feels good. Shooting other characters is really fun. At the end of the day, though, it's a shooter. And the goal is, ah, right. you know, cover the ground with your color of ink. And you can dive into that ink and swim really far and fast while your color's out. Don't stand in their color because it slows you down and hurts you. And if you see them, shoot them. Uh, different <laughs> weapons, different abilities, kind of cl- almost like a class system can be played. I'm not super deep into it, so I've done mostly the the single player thing, which is also really awesome. I really like it. I like it a ton. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this early. It's only my maybe two hours into playing parts of it, but it's uh it's exactly what I was hoping it would be. It's really fun. It's <laughs> there's something about squirting everything with with ink and and covering right. stuff that's just never not fun. It looks like it looks like uh, Nintendo said, "Hi, Nintendo. Uh, we're going to go over here and take a Nickelodeon's style." Yeah, is no. is that what's going on? Because everything's not, like that orange and blue kind of. Right. That was my initial impression as well. That's kind of what I meant about the whole like '90s Nin- '90s thing. It's not yeah. that at all. Like it feels like it is. But looking at it, like just looking at it, like a first glance look, you're going to be like, "Oh, well, what are we doing here? This is like." Nickelodeon, you know, <laughs> but it's not that well, it's not that it's a different, wholly different kind of unique style into their own. It feels very Nintendo. It feels very crafted, right. very interesting, um, very tight controls. It just feels real good. I, I think it's awesome. I do think the default control setting kind of blows. It's it's set to do motion control for your up and downward movement, but right. not for left and right. And I needed it either to be all motion control for my aiming and moving or not at all. I can't have half. So right. so F that. I turned that off. <laughs> uh, and I turned on the stick control for for uh, vertical and uh, vertical view. And it's just like playing any kind of shooter, like, you know, Halo, whatever. It feels like that. And, uh, you, you know, you throw these ink grenades. and The, the single player is way more in-depth than I thought it was going to be. There's also co-op for that. Uh, not split screen, though. That's an important thing to note. It's uh, purely hmm. online, but um, been able to get into matches, no problem. Super fast, super quick. Been fairly competitive in those games. They all feel really fun. I won my first three games online. What? Yeah, yeah. I always, I always highly suspect any game when I hear that you win games right away. Mm-hmm. It makes me, it makes me question if you're playing against a bunch of five year olds. Well, I, I mean, you know, I play shooters, so I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I know what I'm doing a little bit getting in. Because at the end of the day, it's a shooter. I mean, it really it is. is. It's just got this really interesting spin on it, very right. Nintendo spin. But uh, the the mode you get when you first get into the competitive stuff is called Turf War, and this probably existed in Splatoon 1, but again, I never played it, so I don't know. But uh, it's just at the end of the match, it's not about how many people you killed or, or right. shot and they went back to respawn. It's about how much ground you painted. So you literally are like, as soon as you start, all five of your guys or whatever, all the teammates are just spraying everything with your ink, just just on everything. And so by the end, they do this big uh, sky view, like bird's eye view of the map. And then it calculates literally how much pixel space is taken up by your paint versus their paint. 
and then awards it to the team with the most paint. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's really cool. Like, yeah. And, and you can also kill each other. It isn't just run around and paint. It's also stealing paint. It's almost like the entire map is a capture the point so because you're this, constantly trying to control who has the most paint out and stuff. Right. So this came after uh, Mario Sunshine, right? Oh, yeah. But but you're not wrong to bring up that comparison. My my first feeling was, oh, this kind of does feel a little like what he did with his with his water pack thing. Right. Um, it's not exactly the same. But it, I can tell it has kind of its, I don't know. The, maybe game, it's, the game mechanic was probably written there. The code yeah. was like, let's do this. Yeah, probably. Or somebody somebody thought fondly on that. I like Super Mario Sunshine. That was a great game. A lot of people Ooh, didn't like it. but I one, my, one of my favorites. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I think somebody, somebody at Nintendo looked back on that and said, hey, what if we could do whatever? And this is just delightful, fun. It feels like that Nintendo magic is is in effect here. And I like it a great deal. So, uh, yeah, can't recommend it enough. I paid the full price because I got the download version. Oh, that's the other thing. I keep saying on these shows, I think I said it on TMS, but also I think on Boop a couple of times, that the frustrating thing with Nintendo was I can't move my saves uh, to other devices. And that is true still. However, I also thought that meant I couldn't move games I downloaded and purchased on this device. Because it used to be on the 3DS, if I bought something as a digital download on the 3DS, and I got and then my 3DS got destroyed, if I bought a new 3DS, I couldn't re-download it. It was right. like lost forever. It was tied to that exact 3DS model or, or device. That's not true anymore. The I was wrong about that. I guess the Switch works this way, at least for now, and this could, this could still improve because they have time to tweak this stuff. But if I download a game like I did Splatoon 2, I now own that game. It's part of my Nintendo account, and no matter where... I may play it in the future. If I got, buy a new Switch, my other one gets stolen, whatever, I can still download it because it says that I own it. Good. It's the saves you can't move around. No! Yeah. But that's my favorite parts. Listen, they're gonna. that's going to... Uh, I mean, I don't know this for sure. But I believe very strongly that, yeah. that this thing is successful enough and this is, device is wide enough spread and popular enough now where they're not some weird niche, distant third you know, Wii U situation this time. Like, this is a bona fide success. I think they're going to be forced to add some features like that because it's 2017 and everybody else does. You and how hard can it be? Was it like a, a block? Isn't that how Nintendo measures their saves yeah. by blocks? Yeah. Come on. You know, the metric block. How many blocks can you get put yeah, it's on so, the cloud? It's so dumb. And the thing is, that this thing has lots of storage and whatever. But I So I downloaded the digital one thinking, okay, well, I'll just do that. I could have saved a little money and gotten the Amazon cartridge, but... Once I found that, I'm like, I don't want more cartridges. I, I'm perfectly happy to download and have extra SD cards. Like, I don't have any problem with that. And also, putting cartridges in the Switch is a pain in the A. Because it's one of those, you know, <laughs> you remember how the, I think the, um, not the, is the Vita? Maybe the Vita did this. But the little rubber, you got to pop the rubber. It has like a little tail yes, on it. And, oh, yes. I hate that. Hate that. And that's why I was like 3DS and, and DS days because you just pop it in the hole that's open. Just Yeah. And it, and it felt it, it, was, it was kind of a click, but not really. It was just very yeah. solid. This thing, you got to pull out a rubber thing and make it's far enough out. And then you start to jam the cartridge and you realize, oh, shoot, it's backwards or part of the rubber thing got caught on it. Or I hate that. And the, ah. swi- and the switch is that, too. So digital always forever now. I don't care now. Now that I know I don't need cartridges for ownership reasons. Like Agreed. F cartridges, I'm done. Unless I get some screaming deal on one. Anyway, yeah. that's it. Splatoon 2 is rad and uh, highly playable. And there are a ton of people playing it. I got into the games no problem. Just like zip, zap, boom. 
and I think it deserves it, the credit it's getting. It makes me want to draw my own Splatoon character. Like that's you can get really fan to me. I think with this, I think right. people already are. Like it's weird. Their haircuts instead of hair, they're 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 tentacles. Oh, yeah. You got to look at some of that. As a as a fellow cartoonist, you would probably really enjoy what they're doing. I'm digging it. Anyway, uh, so how's a, a old man's journey there? Did you beat that? Speaking of which, speaking of great art style and cartoonist love and stuff, man, Old Man's Journey, I downloaded it. I purchased this on the Google Play Store, and I loaded it up on my uh, Remix OS. Uh, that's kind of a, a OS that runs Android apps, and I put it on my touchscreen laptop. And so <laughs> This is, then, by the way, can we stop pause for a second? This is yeah. Brian Dunaway to a T. I want everyone to pay attention. <laughs> what what just happened? Brian doesn't just so, go. I'm over here going. Oh yeah, I got the switch with this perfectly you know normal cartridge game. Blah, blah, blah. And then Brian's like, yes, I've got some weird hybrid thing a Chinese guy made in his backyard. I put it on the you know like you always have the weirdest setups going. Yeah, it's well, it's part of the game for me is can I get it to run? But but can I get it to run on a laptop with a touchscreen mm. with Remix OS? And right. the answer is absolutely. Mm. So if you're into the Remix OS like I am, uh, and you're, I'm always looking to make sure that games work properly, this does seem to work very well with the latest release of Remix OS. Uh, I have not played this before. I know uh, I've heard plenty of people mention it on uh, Steam and other places, but I really felt like this game from the videos I'd watched really would benefit from you know touch. Because you're you're pulling up when you're when you're trying to navigate the world, you're pulling up and pulling down uh, hills and different objects so that you can allow your character to to pass certain areas. And so, to me, if I was doing this with a mouse, it would be so boring. Mm. Something very tactile about touching with your finger. Uh, so, got in there, had a great time. Finished uh, about maybe ten different uh, levels. Because it's kind of got like it's kind of got those levels like you'd have like an Angry Birds like okay I finish this level and there's a little block and here's mm-hmm. this level and you can go back and try again and sure. do stuff and if you miss anything it's 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 a uh, it's a lot of fun except for the parts where you're following cats and they keep showing your butts I don't know why the cats in this oh, game oh yeah the cats love showing their buttholes in this game they are constantly saying hey old man mm-hmm. look at my anus yeah here's and part of so, your journey part of your journey is staring at my anus it turns out right yeah but really. You would think a game where uh, your old man walks a little while and then he sits on a bench and he, and he reminisces about his life, yeah. uh, you would think would be kind of taxing or boring. But it's actually very interesting because there's a second storyline going on where he's telling you uh, about his past and what happened. And it's set in this beautiful world, yeah. this, you know, that that old 40s, you know, World War Two kind of era and the paint the paint style is very like impression impressionistic and and right. like with the shots of the when he was younger and he's with his wife on the sailboats and stuff like mm-hmm. that's so painterly and cool. It is. It's a and neat it's, game. I like it. And it's yeah, it's a really great game. And you can just about anything you can click on and little you know you can click on old ladies and they'll go. And it's, it's I don't know. It it appeals to my what else you gonna do on a Saturday afternoon self? And so I did. I I played this uh, and I had a good time. Good. Uh, but after relaxing all morning with that, yeah. I decided I would stress myself out by picking up the Hello Neighbor demo on Steam. It's a stealth horror game uh, that truly is a horror. Would it's you call in, it a self horror game? What'd you call it? No, no, I'm stealth. Oh, stealth. I'm sorry. I, think it's self. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get the full. Yeah. Out of there. So yes, it's a stealth 
horror game. Yeah. And uh, probably the reason why I'm slurring is because I nearly had a heat stroke yesterday uh, playing this game because I have an office outside and attached to my garage and I have a little window unit and I usually keep it pretty cool in here. But I decided, you know, what I'm going to do I'm going to record some video, but the, the thing is really loud. And so I turned my air conditioning off and I sat down and played this really intense stealth game uh, called Hello Neighbor. And after about 30 minutes, I was literally about to puke. Mm. I mean, I just thought I was going to absolutely, I was sick for the rest of the day. <laughs> it was terrible. That's don't do good. it. Don't, don't sit out in the hot heat and play this game. If you're going to play it, play it in a nice, cool, uh, quiet, dark area. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's an alpha right now. It's not quite released. Uh, and it's pretty buggy, but it is fun 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 are you into the stealth horror games i like stealth kinda... i like stealth i don't know about the horror part i don't like horror games generally i don't like scary games but well you know the real difference here is you know in a regular stealth game you're just trying to get you know to the next point so you can jack somebody in the neck or something so that you can keep going in this game if you get spotted homeboy comes after you and uh he chases you down and you yeah. start and your character starts slowing down a lot and you can't really move and so Ugh. it's Ugh, it's real intense. Ugh. Real intense. Sounds like the opposite of Splatoon to me. It, it is the opposite. If you want to have a nice, pleasant afternoon, uh, place Splatoon. Although if or, you stand, if you stand in the enemy's ink, you do slow down. So there's that. Right. Uh, he does. Ch Homeboy does chase you in Splatoon. It's just a. <laughs> it's a much more colorful, colorful affair, I suppose. Hey, right. uh, speaking of which, did you uh, look at the Splatoon two logo someplace online, just real quick, and tell me that you don't see a big purple penis there at the end there? Dude. Dude, at the end? Okay, let's see. Yeah, the so two I'm looking at on the two. Yeah, Splatoon 2. I'm telling you, they've, they've completely, like, I expect to see this in, like, some YouTube conspiracy videos about how they're putting a wiener on there. But if you look at the Splatoon <laughs> it 2 logo. Big, it, it is a big pink one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big pink wiener. Oh, look at that well, thing. Well, you can get the Amiibo, and so that's going to be fun for the, for for the, the conversation. For the, for the kids, yeah. Yeah. Kids you know what it. I don't like about their marketing, though? Huh. I don't like that that uh, cool hip-hop look that they got going on. Yeah, they they are really lean into that, and I and I don't think Still Images does it any justice. you got to see the game in action, and then you go, oh, okay. Like, Ew. it feel, and the music's really cool. It's got a really cool vibe to it. I don't yeah. even want, I don't have anything to compare it to, but you're right. Still Imagery and marketing, kind of a turnoff. So much paint, too. Gee, my netly. So, yeah. yeah, it reminds me very much of when they tried to hip-hopify Bugs Bunny back in the 90s. Yep, I remember that. That sucked. Yeah, that's what this looks like. Well, I mean, you had the Space Jam. That was all right. Oh, that's true. I like Space Jam. I could watch Space no, Jam did. now. Turn Dude, it on. No, turn you, on you could. Turn on Space Jam. Just because one can watch Space Jam doesn't mean they should watch Space Jam. <laughs> Just because it's streaming on Netflix right now doesn't mean you should watch it. Who is it really? Maybe we should sack that. It was. Oh, I don't know if bad. it is still not. Uh, it's got some news for you today. It's a little light on news this week because, you know, it's that time of the summer. It's usually what happens. Things start getting nuts in a, in a month or so. But uh, PUBG creator finally drew the line at real world threats and, in fact... Banned a popular Twitch playing Twitch streamer player, role playing Twitch streamer is what I meant to say. I uh, got banned in Player Unknown's Battlegrounds for breaking its code of conduct during a live gameplay. So here's the deal the ban led to this feisty in character back and forth with the game's creator. 
Brendan Player Unknown Green, the guy who is now a very successful video game maker. Uh, but anyway, that di- dialogue took a turn towards violence, prompted a thoughtful response by Green uh, on the nature of online communication. Uh, says here in this article on Polygon that it may surprise you to learn that Battlegrounds, in Battlegrounds, the multiplayer survival game known for its no-holds-barred fights to the death, actually has a very firm set of rules. The chief among them is to not kill your teammates. Mm. And uh, this Twitch dude named Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, he broke that rule flagrantly when he team killed another player because their vehicle didn't have enough room to seat him. <laughs> Now, That's here's, not funny. here's my question. <laughs> he got banned, but I had this happen to me in the game, and the guy who did it to me was some rando, and he didn't get banned. Right. So they don't have a reporting system as far as I know. So I did, guess the difference is this guy, since he's a streamer, uh, you know, it's kind of like, well, we can't deny you did it. We see, we saw you do it right there. You record it, you moron. It's kind of like with those... Those kids are on on the on the Facebook and they they holding up the stacks of bills. Yeah. They stole out of grandma's pocketbook. Yeah. Well, what can we do? We got to arrest you. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so the the lesson here is just don't shoot your own team, I guess. And don't name yourself Doctor Disrespect because you're going to be suspect. Oh, I wonder if this. You know, it'd be really funny if because it says he killed a random person. It'd be funny right. if he was the random person that killed me. Wouldn't that be funny? Nah. <laughs> oh my justice. God. Justice. 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 After all. Uh, let's see the, when I was in college many years ago, blah, 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 da, 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 I don't want to read that. Anyway, uh, they do not. Oh, the, here was the threat player unknown on the internet said, uh, if, in my, he said in my house, you follow the rules or you get the F out is what he said on Twitter. <laughs> Dr. Disrespect replied and said, if I could do the splits, I'd roundhouse kick you in the neck. But since I can't, <laughs> I'll just front kick you in the chest instead. Lightning, he says. Uh, he he then got banned because that's a threat of violence. And oh, so so really, the physical real world threat was the real problem, not the virtual. Even though the virtual action led to a physical altercation, a, a more true physical real world altercation, right? Is that what yeah. we're seeing here? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, a little bit. I mean, somebody in the, uh, I don't usually read the comments, but there's a pretty good comment in here by Karma Killers who says, in my day, role-playing used to mean something more than being obnoxious. Uh, someone else says, I feel the same way about trolling in general. Uh, now it just means being an insufferable jerk. In the past, there was general cleverness and kind-heartedness bits to the fun, ultimately pretty harmless. However, something has transformed lately into something much more nasty. Uh well, all I can say is the people have spoken. Over 4,000 people did a little heart on uh, Dr. Disrespect's post mm. and retweeted over 512 times. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. He has his fans. He's Dr. Yeah. Disrespect, and he plays a character. Uh, they did say in this article that that mustache he has was not real, and then later did a correction on the article. It says, correction, Dr. Disrespect's mustache does appear indeed to be real. <laughs> we have corrected the article to reflect this. We were just going by what his ex-girlfriend said. Yeah. Oh, that thing's not real. Just pretty freaking funny. As reported earlier on my Anchor.fm show, uh, Video Games Daily, the Doom Guy's identity has been revealed. 
What? Brian, when I say Doom Guy, who do you think I mean? Who do you think I'm talking about? Well, I have privy to the show notes, so I know you're probably talking about the guy on that cover art back in the day. Yeah, from the Doom cover art with the green uh, armor and the handout getting yanked by a, a freaking demon and the other gun firing away and all that. Did anything ever excite you more about a game than that type of artwork? Oh, it dude, was just it was so metal. It was the best. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I saw that box, I went, yeah, I'm, uh, whatever this is, this will be a thing. I'll get. I mean, I knew about Doom before I ever saw the box, but I was pretty stoked, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. First time I ever played Doom, I downloaded it from Usenet, uh, <laughs> a demo or something. And same with Quake Quake 1's first demo level they did. Yeah, I remember best, that. That's how I got it as well. Best yeah. part of that was I had to run a, um, what, do you, what do you call those, trade show things, or a booth for, our, for the company I worked for, Soul Computers. Right. And as our demo for this booth was a constantly running Quake 1 uh, demo of that level. Oh, that's and cool. And nobody had seen it. So people were just lined up on these computers playing this this level. And I look back what's, on that now and just think how slow that 486 or whatever, Pentium 2, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Probably a 386. It was. I don't think it was that old. Well, not, uh, let's see. This would have been Quake 1, so like 96. Right. So it would have been, that's like Pentium 1 or 2 era. Yeah, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. Anyway. Yeah, uh, and it's like the people are like, oh, we're all going to hell. Look at this. This is obviously a depiction of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop. That wasn't supposed to happen. Sorry. Something wrong with the soundboard. <laughs> wasn't playing you out. Uh, so anyway, here's the deal. Don Poonchance. <laughs> Don the Poonchance? I think it's Don Punchance. Punchance, the illustrator who, cr- <laughs> who created the Doom logo and the famous front box cover art. Uh, came over to id in the mid-1993 with a male body model. So a dude who's going to model sh- for this thing, right? He showed up. So the way they describe this is something. He came over with a male body double. Hi, I'm here for my job, and I brought a male body uh, double. Body double. It makes it does make it sound like it's his body double for his illustration right. job, which makes no sense. <laughs> but anyway, ta- he brought a nice camera, took some pictures. Model's job was just to strike poses, right? Stuff the Marine would be doing that they could use for the cover of the box. And so this scene took place in the art room where Adrian and Kevin spent their days creating starting tech-based texture sets. Clay model characters, blah, 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 all that stuff. They had a Next Cube workstation back then. Mm. Oh. That that was the the Jobs thing, right? The Steve Jobs thing? That's what that was. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, they were scanning hospital slides yep. for bloody walls, listening to the screams from a dentist's office next door because they work <laughs> next to a dentist. Uh, pretty awesome. That's Adrian Carmack and Kevin. Ah, I forgot Kevin's name. Not Spacey. Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Oh, crap. Uh, the guy that worked. At it. Anyway, you keep you keep talking. I'll find it. I don't know where, where John Carmack was. They weren't related, by the way. They weren't brothers. Those guys. Wasn't that weird? Such a yeah, weird thing. A Kevin really Cloud. Weird. Cloud. That's it. Cloud. I should have remembered that. Giant sword, uh, uh, this freaking Final Fantasy guy. Anyway, scene took place in the art room where they were working on all this stuff. The body model took off his shirt and started posing with the plasma gun toy that they had there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in his words, he says this. Don asked us for suggestions, so I started telling him that the Marine was going to be attacked by an infinite amount of demons. That is a lot of demons. <laughs> it would be cool if he was on a hill or firing down on them. The model was holding a gun in various positions, and none of them were interesting to me. He did this for about 10 minutes, and we just uh, didn't see anything that we thought would look cool on the cover. I kept telling the model what to do, but he couldn't get the scene right in his mind. Frustrated, I threw my shirt off and told him to give me the gun and get on the floor and grab my arm as one of the demons. Defeated, 
He deter he deferred. I aimed the gun in a slightly different direction and told Don, this is what I'm talking about. Don took several pictures. I moved the gun some. The demon grabbed my leg, other arm, etc. At the end of it, we decided the arm-grabbing pose was going to be the best, and that's the story of how that cover came to be. So the hobo that he hired as a male model on the way in to his job the first day didn't work out. Ended up having to be a demon. He was a hearing? demon with a hand sticking up instead of the doom guy. And the doom guy is... Uh, the what's his name? The other guy, not Don. Yeah, is it Don? No, the other guy. What's his name? Yeah, Kevin. No, Kevin. No, A Adrian. Was it Adrian? Adrian. Bardo. No, Don. <laughs> Who? Don. Yeah, I think it was Bardo. <laughs> All right, I want to talk about this Pokemon Go Fest. Things went bad. Things went real Things south. Went yeah. Yeah. I didn't go, obviously. You didn't go. I didn't go. Why? How would I go? Our, our buddy uh, Brian Ibbett almost went. If he, In yeah. fact, he told me if he didn't have his anniversary the same weekend, he would have gone. Kind of glad he didn't go because as it's uh, talked about in the press, it went as bad as you could have guessed. Uh, right. Visitors who travel far and wide to spend hours in the blistering sun, unable to play the game they came to celebrate due to uh. massive bugs and server errors. Uh, nobody felt the heat more than Niantic, the game's developer, which was shocked by just how much of a disaster the event was. Uh, quote, obviously they can't completely make up, uh, make this up to all the people who came out to Chicago today, but they want to extend the fact that they are extremely apologetic and unhappy with the process and the results, says a spokesperson. Hopefully this is something that we will never see replicated again, learn from this and move on. <laughs> Uh, new, uh, here, here, here's a shocking note: running a conference of any kind, complicated and hard. It turns out. Yeah, especially when you're talking about connectivity to a game. I mean, okay, so you've stress tested a lot of things in, in your career, probably. But have you ever put a whole bunch of living bodies in the same area who's all obsessed with the same thing? Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you better be. You better be a hundred percent sure your stuff's gonna work, dude. Like, that's right. really bad. I guess they... So, attendees were really frustrated and pretty loud about it. They couldn't play the game. What's the point of us being here? Uh, Niantic then offered compensation. First, the company promised 100 bucks of in-game currency to all ticket holders. That happened. What? So, that's the thing they all got if you went. Then, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Then, they gave uh, full refunds to everybody for $20, the $20 wristbands they had to have. So, 20 bucks back for that. Wow. Uh, Let's see. This is from uh, let's see. Another spokesman says, "I'm su I'm super sorry, guys. I'm really sorry, especially for everyone who traveled international, uh, international East Coast from all over. Right. So this is clearly not what we were hoping for today. Thanks for your patience." And then he got the uh, Neantic uh, main dude got booed on stage. <laughs> that's the part. That's the part where nerds just finally say, "I've had enough." Yeah. It's not good. Time to boo you. They also, so, I mean, yeah. as, as, a, as a fan of anything, uh, when if I was going to a convention like this, not, not you know, just play a little devil's advocate here, uh, is the game really the most important play? Is playing the game while you're there the most important part? It is if the entire conference was also set to launch all of these new features and this new patch and the new raid thing and the new, um, the two new legendary Pokemon. Right, um, right. Like you're basically you're saying, oh, what would this be like? It I want to like, be first experience of this world, 
and I showed up and you didn't give it to me. It's a little like advertising a big LAN party and then the network doesn't work. Because <laughs> that is kind of why you go. Like, right. I don't know what else you'd go for. You'd go for the announcements, you'd go for the community, but the community in this case is all about walking around finding Pokemon. Right. So uh, they blew that. That went real bad. I would say that behind, what was that? The What was the name of that thing where they had that, that uh, really expensive offshore concert thing that turned out to be a complete bomb? Oh, wait. I was talking about. Uh, um, earlier this year. It was, uh, I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, they were yeah. going to have Blink-182 was headlining. They had all these bands. Yeah, they yeah. all pulled out the last second. There was The food was hideous. The tickets were like $2,500. Like, <laughs> they couldn't. Oh, people got stranded. There were no planes going back. Like That's what this feels like. And I am think, so glad I don't care enough about Pokemon Go to go to this stupid thing. Right. Do you think that there will be another one? Um, yeah, but you know what I think is going to happen? And I think Niantic should support this. This is where I think they screwed up. This should be fans creating their own festivals and that already right. happens with pokemon go in some ways in different pockets around the country certainly internationally but i think you encourage this to happen in other venues and other people's conferences other people running it so all you have to do is show up and be the good guys and go hey we're so happy you guys are here and guess what we just launched a new patch and so even in that scenario if it didn't work out well at least it was just part of dragon con or it was just part right. of something else or even if it was a you know, a totally Pokemon thing. You can't really blame the company for your outage. This right. thing is like, I don't know. It's like, here's a, here's a concert. Oh, you're here. Great. Here's the, oh, sorry. The band's not here. You know what right. I mean? Like it's, that's a it's true. It's even worse because it's like, it's like the band put together a conference mm -hmm. and then decide they wouldn't perform properly yeah. or, you know, and, and just completely fail. You're right. If you, if you have that padding, whereas, encapsulate inside something else eh, we might be a little more forgiving but man plus Oof. it's sweaty hot thick as goat's milk freaking wind horrible chicago this time of year it's awful uh, this time of year so you just ask you know people walk around in charmander suits that smell like corpses like <laughs> blah. so anyway good luck oh, next time mistakes guys were made yeah good luck next time i'm sure you'll have this covered So Walmart has uh, got people all pissed off. They've canceled some Super NES Classic Editions. <laughs> boo! boo! Walmart, boo! Uh, they did some pre-order cancellations because they said that there was a website error regarding these Classic Editions of these Super NES. Wait, and, you can uh, order the Super NES already? Yeah, there's a couple of a couple of places you can pre-order. All of that stuff, as far as I know, is sold out. Target's supposed to be getting pre-orders soon. Walmart had briefly this up. Uh, they say that it was a goof on the web and that they had to cancel those orders because... The, oh. the website jumped the gun. It wasn't supposed to happen yet. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, this included... How pissed I would be if I pre-ordered something and then a place like Walmart said, uh, never mind. Yeah. And this was no. only... There was only about a half an hour or so before they pulled it out. Uh, and, and before it said it was out of stock. Right. I'm guessing that was thousands of orders. Oh, easily. Yeah, we're not talking about just two or three people. We're talking about thousands of people placed an order in good faith. Yeah. And Walmart just straight up canceled them. Cancel? Uh, Why? I would, I would, I, I don't know. In every because single case, they got a message that said unverifiable payment information. So not it's bad enough that they canceled them. They sent them an erroneous message that has nothing to do with the truth. 
Ooh, bastards not did. Cool. Yeah, bastards. Um, let's see. This, oh, somebody posted a, a screenshot of a private Twitter message between a customer service representative and a, an a end user. And uh, it says that the pre-orders went live because, quote, a website error since the manufacturer doesn't have their pre-order yet. So there you How go. How is that a website error? That's a person error. I, I call that a people error, you know. Right. Like, like we're going to blame it. Oh, the website did it. It's sentient. It, uh... <laughs> It decided to go ahead and do it. No, that's not how that works. It's not how it works. Okay. Somebody made a bad decision, and now we're paying for it. Jerks. Stupid website. Hey. Oh, did you have something you were going to say? Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, hey, play that next music. Oh, here you go. Then Destiny 2's beta got extended. Did You You haven't done that, right? Or did you? I I almost I almost did it. I just... I just couldn't do it. There's too much going on this weekend. Too, many, too much going too on. Too many people told me that it plays like Destiny 1, and I I decided it wasn't worth the pain in the butt it would be to get it on my PlayStation. So I'm going to wait for the PC right. beta, try it out there, see how I feel about it then. I'm still not mm. sure. I'm not sure Destiny 2 is going to be for me after all the talk I've heard. I don't know. I don't know. Right. You don't know if it's worth the storage space on your PS4 and the download time. Or the 60 bucks plus, you know, expansion. Oh, all that so but i'm just talking about the beta oh for the right? beta yeah that was more of like a time thing it's like is it worth it for me to have it for geez i mean now it's extended so right good news if you missed it monday and tuesday will be dedicated some uh some turbulent yeah. testing so if you weren't sure if you wanted to do the standard testing uh you can jump in for the next what 40 20 something hours yep uh, it's supposed to. It was supposed to end yesterday, but um, they've continued it out. So now it comes to a close Tuesday, twenty fifth, six p.m. I assume that's Eastern. Actually, it doesn't say. My uh, Pacific. Anyway, uh, if you want to get some extra time in there, you can. And again, everything I heard was, "Oh, it's like Destiny One." Okay, great. But then I've heard some say, "Oh, the story's way better." Maybe right. that's enough for me. I don't know. Is it sixty bucks enough? I don't know. Probably not. Because I didn't. I mean, Destiny One <laughs> was cool, but it it left me a little not caring after a while i didn't right i didn't get into it the way some people did and that could be a me thing i'm totally here to admit that it's not everyone else's fault could be just me but we'll see you're you're a jerk yeah it does say this uh bungie says the extra time will be time for some quote dangerous experiments (laughs) now see that's all fun unless you're talking about i don't know being frustrated yeah that. i don't want a dangerous experiment where i have to be frustrated thank you very much anyway there it is destiny 2 get your beta on <laughs> wrapping things up today with a quick email that came to us at boopshow at gmail.com from peter petropocalyx pocalakis yes. how would you Poc- say that petropolis petrop Petropolakos. Yes. Yeah, that's an enough. odd name. I'll bet Peter. that's uh, yeah, Peter. Peter. We can say Peter. Peter. Uh Scott, I'm a graphic designer by day and an avid geek by life. I like that. Ah. And was formulating a new post about games that we play a bunch, step away from, and then for whatever reason jump back into at some point and play a lot more of. I thought you might be a good person to ask about this. I'm having that with Fallout 4 right now. Been a listener of many of your shows for years and recently listened to the Instance for 494 uh, where you discuss the Necromancer in Diablo 3. I know you're an avid Diablo fan. Uh, I have played a bunch of characters over the years but always fell off at some point. I recently purchased the Necromancer and have been playing D3 again. 
And the question dawned on me, why? Why am I playing it again? I recently jumped back into Skyrim and Fallout 4 for similar bursts of gameplay where I think nothing of, I want to play a bit today, but of, well, of course I'm going to play X. But then that drops off again. And it's not for a new game all the time. Sometimes it's an old one like D3, for that matter. Why do we do this with all kinds of consumable media like TV and movies? I do it with WoW, Overwatch, and many other games as well. So, as someone who seems to do this too, why do you think this is? What do you think makes us run back to games, even games we didn't particularly like or, ter- or weren't terribly into at the, in the beginning for bursts of time? Curious to hear your thoughts. Thank you, Peter Petropakalakatopikix. <laughs> well, Peter, um, I have a theory. I think when something releases, especially when it's new, let's say a new game, Fallout 4, for example, that thing comes out to all the hype and fanfare you would expect from a major release like that. Everybody's playing it. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's reviewing it. It's the talk of the town all day, all night. And you get in, and all of that extra noise about it kind of gets in the way of you just enjoying the purity of the game itself. And so what happens for me is I will play that, for a bit, get into it, but I'm mostly like checking with other people. Oh, how far far are you? Oh, you already got that quest line? Oh man, you're so far ahead of me. Rip, rip, rip. And you just start to forget what you're doing. Like, am I playing a game or am I playing a meta game with my social engineering with my friends? That always seems to happen to me. And then that calms down. The game goes into sort of like classic mode where people are just playing it because it exists, but no one's talking about it. Then I fire it back up and I go, oh yeah. I barely scratched the surface of this. And then I'm all into it again for the for one reason, because it's good and I've got time to play it. That's it. So I think that's it for me. That's how I get right, with old right. games. How do you do it? I mean, you mostly play demos, but when you play a real full game... Ah, actually, they, I don't always play demos, but when I do play a serious game mm-hmm. and that I like a lot, I do like to revisit it because I get a very specific feeling from it just like when you're smelling bread or you smell something like you smell play-doh and you just want to go back to play with play-doh again for just a minute i'm kind of same way with games i'm like oh remember how i used to feel when this happened and so it brings back all of those feelings and a lots of times my gameplay represents time spent for myself where i get to relax and do what i want to do with no responsibilities yeah and so thus usually what brings me back is like oh remember that time when i used to be responsible for all the crap in my life <laughs> oh god those were great days those let, me, good times. let me fire this up yeah. and i'll usually i usually drink i'll even do i'll even go as far as get the full immersion like if i'm playing empires i never eat pizza i'll order dominoes and get a mountain dew just because it completes the experience from that time yeah frame. it makes you feel like you did when you could eat that stuff all day in your 20s and not die. I understand. Right. No, I'm with I will you. literally starve myself for two days so that I can experience it fully. I mean, part, that's, part of it was it surprises me about Fallout 4 especially is that I I barely remember some of the things I'm seeing now. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Why didn't I see this quest line before? How did I miss this? But like I start experiencing it in a more immersive way. I do the same thing with Heroes of the Storm. A new hero will come out. I'll get super jazzed about it. I'll buy the damn thing, and then I won't touch it for six months. Not the game, but the character. I'll play other old characters. Well, why? Well, part of it is because everybody's playing that guy, and that's all anyone's talking about. So when when the dust settles, it's like, all right, now I can go play with that guy. Now he and I can be best friends. 
and I don't have to worry about what everyone else is doing or that there are too many people trying to play right now that are using that character and making wait wait times forever or whatever. I can just, you know, slide in there nice and easy-like. So, do do we, do do me and you consume in the same way a lot of people do? Because, you know, we we consume weekly. We have to we have to allocate. We have to go, okay, we're going to consume this movie for Film Sack. We're going to play these games for, for this. And we do get caught up in the hype and the review aspect of it where we have to go, what's interesting about this game? What makes it a good story? Yeah. So a lot of times we move really fast and just brush through stuff. And I would love to just sit and play, I don't know, anything Diablo for like two months. Yeah. Just nothing but Diablo. That'd be great. Yeah, I admire, or not admire, I'm jealous of people who can just sit and that's all, you know, that's all they have to do. Right. Oh my God, people played Skyrim. I was so jealous watching people play Skyrim to the fullest Mm-hmm. It just made me sad. Also fun, by the way. That's the Skyrim oh. Enhanced Edition is great. So is ESO. Like, there's a lot to like. Bethesda right now, I'm kind of having a little bit of a romance with. I don't know what's going on with me, but mm. like their games a whole lot. I think Fallout 4. Oh, I downloaded the. Oh, that's the thing I forgot to talk about. I downloaded the 54 gigabyte um, high res texture pack for that game. Ooh. Uh, it's weird. It's it does, <laughs> It looks better for sure. Right, but I don't know if it looks sixty gig worth better. Uh, kind of hard a, to explain. That's a pretty big game already looked good. You know what I mean? Like it didn't look bad by any stretch. So, so adding those extra textures, sure, I guess it helped. But I don't know about sixty gigabytes worth. It was a little much. That anyway. is a lot of gigabits. Yeah, but I like the built-in mod support now. There's a lot of things to say good about that game, but I'm just enjoying its core storyline in a way that i didn't the first time through it's like i'm an unencumbered by the by the outside world with fallout 4 now i just get to play it on its own terms and i'm not thinking about oh what did metacritic say and what did what did my favorite website say and what are my friends doing and how come they're all ahead of me or why is he behind me or i don't have to think about that stuff anymore that's the worst game just it's an awful game it's a terrible game the the graphics are the graphics are bad it's a stupid story I wish I could. You're never gonna win. You're never gonna beat your friends. No, but I always, I always seem to play that game just fine, for whatever reason. Anyway, Peter, thanks for your email. You can send your emails to us right here at boopshow@gmail.com. We really wish you would because uh, we like talking about the stuff you guys like talking about. As always, find us on the web frogpants.com/boop. That's frogpants.com/boop. Or as my uh, little niece would say, whoops. There it is. That's better. Uh, what else? You can uh, find us on Twitter at Boop Show. Brian is at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson, and uh, you can find us. Oh, we're on Reddit as well. Uh, uh, yeah, we are. Uh, one of our news articles was from Captain Kipper, I believe, at the top of the show yep. from our Reddit page. Do That's it, right. Captain Kipper. Man, that guy's everywhere, all at once. He he Always. submits stories to Current Geek, to this, to TMS. He's he's an insane person. He's a bot. We love him though. He might be a bot. It's a good point. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you want to check out more exploits by Brian and I, you can certainly listen to us on FilmSack at FilmSack.com or uh, today guest hosted on the morning streams. You can find that at frogpants.com slash TMS and enjoy that as well. Brian Dunaway, that's going to do it for us. Uh, mm. have, have a great week. You, you got anything planned game-wise? You got a big uh, something you're going to dig into? I'm seeing that that Doom is on sale for $15 thinking about it. Really? Doom? Really? Wow. Old Doom, yeah. right? Like Doom. Old Doom. No, no well, you're talking about Doom, the new Doom, you, the, the brand you-ish. new Doom. Yeah, yeah. let me tell you something. Absolutely worth 15 bucks. Uh, the multiplayer stuff in there, they unlocked it, so it's no longer this weird DLC thing. It's free. 
and something else they changed. Anyway, it's patch 666. <laughs> get it? Ah, no, I don't, can't do it. That's what they did. They gave Satan it. Satan would get me in my sleep. That's right. That's where he likes you, is in your sleep. Anyway, <laughs> get that deal. It's a good one. It's on Steam. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week for more of The Boop Show. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.